0: is such a good fucking movie this is like <laughs> i mean this is like i i've been telling people like i don't know this is definitely in my top 20 of all time i think i think yeah me too i'd say it's
1: it might be in my top 10 it might be
0: might be in the top 10 i would have to really sit down and think about
1: it you know i've been thinking of trying to make the top 100
0: Oh, yeah. I, I can't even think of 100 movies I've seen, though, so I wouldn't even know where to begin <laughs>
1: with. I, one of my friends told me, uh, he said uh, that the game plan starring The Rock was in his top 100. And ever since he said that, I want to make a top 100. That's, <laughs> who
0: said that? Noah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I fucking knew it. I don't know if this is my favorite movie we've ever talked about on this show. It's easily in the top five of favorite movies we've ever talked about on the show for me. Like, I think Jaws. I forgot about Jaws. My, I think Jaws beats it out. I can't remember. Mm. I'm drawing a blank on what else we talked about.
1: Yeah, Children of Men beats it out
0: for me. Yeah. But this is like, I, I'm worried that, like, in marketing this episode, in telling people to listen to this episode, we're going to have to be like, you don't understand this isn't like an irony thing we're doing we like genuinely love this movie
1: yeah this is definitely one of the best movies
0: we've talked about like (laughs) yeah (laughs) because it's an interesting thing because like somebody i was i was hanging out with like a longtime friend of mine over the summer and, like, I I said something about, like, you know, like, I don't even know how people have, like, a top 10 favorite movies of all time. Like, I can't even, like, comprehend that. Like, uh-huh. I haven't updated my Letterboxd favorites in since I first got the app. Because, like, I'm scared once I start updating that, I'm just going to keep changing it. And they just said, like, name 10 of your favorite movies right now. Just like, off the top of your head. And I, I could like, name four at least. I was like, "Fuck!" Uh, I was like, "I got Jaws," you know, like, uh, uh you know, like I was kind of like, uh, I, I don't know, like, I, I was like, you know, I, I said like one of like the best movies I had seen in recent, like in just the past couple years, I think is Paris, Texas. Yeah. And then I said, after right after Paris, Texas, I said maybe Speed Racer. I guess. <laughs> Which is weird because to, that's why I think those kind of lists are so hard to, like, wrap my brain around. Because, like, how do I decide if Paris, Texas, which is if Paris, Texas or Speed Racer is the better move? Like, I, I don't even know. They're both, like, technically the same medium, but it feels like they're two completely. My, the point is quality is subjective. Love what you want to love. Well, I wouldn't. If
1: I did a top 100, I'd probably only be able to rank, like, number one
0: yeah I, I i don't yeah actually that's not true <laughs> i i think i think i could rank the top 20 like i feel like at, at, past that it's like who fucking cares <laughs> like who cares like if like uh jurassic park is like 15 spots higher or lower than um fucking uh like west side story for me you know like I, it feels it kind of arbitrary at that point yeah i saw on instagram uh, this dude who rates films by run uh, by runtime and what he'll do is like he like posts like a, you know the poster of the film and he has it separated like it's like a graph at the bottom he has act one act two act three and then he has on the side like the uh, y-axis he has like a one two three four five and so like it shows like at the middle of act one, it was at a three for me at the end of in, end of act two it was at a four. But at the end of act three, it was a two. And then mm. like he averages it and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I should, you know, let he I was really about to say, done. what the fuck are you? Where are you going with this? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. People just, are dumb when it comes to radio. No, rating no. Shit. no. it's a real let he who is without sin cast the first stone but i can't understand how someone's brain works like that i just think
1: some people take it way too serious it's
0: the same degree of people who are like i get you know they write the acting the directing the writing and then they like average it yeah this is a tangent upon a tangent
1: Um, this is also us saying we don't give a fuck about ratings (laughs) like no yeah we will give a movie five stars in a week later kellen will be like i thought about it it's actually kind of like a four star for me
0: it's a i i've noticed i usually like i'm more hesitant to like go down like uh when i when i because when i saw last night in soho i walked out like that was a three and a half but like i've really like the more i think about that movie like i think i might dislike it so, but I'm like, I don't want to go back and like, you know, knock it down to like a two and a half, right? <laughs> like, do it. But like, but the opposite of that is Dune. Like, I like the more I think about it. So I'm like, maybe I should just go rewatch Dune, and then I can give it the. The the, the letterbox has been a nightmare for me. I need to stop giving ratings. I just need to do the heart. I think. Yeah, that's I think what be,
1: I need to start doing too. <laughs> I think I need.
0: To, I think I'll be a happier person.
1: Sometimes anyway, it stresses me
0: out. <laughs> Anyway, um, if you may, made it through that nerd shit, um, welcome to Stargazing. This is a podcast about movie stars. Uh, we're in the middle of our personal favorite series. This is where Moises and I have each picked four of our favorite movies. Uh, movies that are just near and dear to our hearts that we love and want to talk about. Uh, and this is, oh wait, I'm Kellen Kerminz, by the way.
1: Oh yeah, I'm Moisés Camacho, by the way.
0: <laughs> uh, this is my third pick. Uh, the two thousand and eight misunderstood mm-hmm. masterpiece. I'm I'm calling I'm calling it yeah masterpiece. yeah masterpiece yeah.
1: Uh, a movie so ahead of its time, they still haven't caught up to it. Exactly. Like now, they have found a, they like movies are kind of starting to. OK, we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it.
0: I was just I have to interrupt this. My friend, uh, uh, past and future guest of the show, Rachel Johnson, is doing a semester in France right now. And she's um, it's like noon here, but it's like night there. And she's seeing Eternals. And she texted to let us know that she saw a trailer for the new Ghostbusters before Eternals. And in France, it's called, do you know, do you want to know what they call Ghostbusters in France, Moises?
1: What do they call it?
0: I, I'm probably butchering the pronunciation of this French word, but S.O.S. Phantoms. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which what is I think,
0: it, is there English, no afterlife? I, I don't know. Afterlife. I don't know. In English, I think that roughly translates to help, ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, so yeah, are you admitting
1: that your friend is texting in the theater?
0: Oh, boy, I hope I didn't just out her. I think she, I, I think she told me that like in France, like they have the trailers playing like, with like the lights on, you know, like as oh, people are kind of weird. coming in. Yeah. Which I, I have mixed feelings on. I think I'm kind <laughs> of open to that. I like on a, at a certain point, like, because on one hand it's like, I don't know, I might want to see some of the trailers like in the dark and theater, but on the other hand, it's like.
1: I've it's, seen these trailers 20 times.
0: Yes. The lights go down and I'm like, it's movie time. And they go, no. It's time for 30 minutes of commercials.
1: AMC's trailers have gotten worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah. Before the Green Knight, there was dead ass 30 minutes of trailers. Oh, God. Um, Terrible. And then that fucking white girl comes up and says fucking the whole AMC spiel where she's like walking up the stairs in the empty Nicole Kidman? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All my friends say like, yo, that looks like they just got some random white girl from starbucks and just fucking plopped her in front of a movie screen
0: look that thing sucks but put some respect on miss kidman's name Eh. wow (laughs) wow i think uh i guess might be getting ahead of ourselves a little bit but like this is a movie shot almost entirely on green screen Mm mm-hmm there's like, I think you could count on one hand the number of scenes that were like were filmed on like an actual set, you know.
1: Yeah. And when they didn't film it on a green screen, they try to make it look as flat as possible. Like yeah, a green as, screen.
0: Make it make it look like a green screen. And I watching this, you know, like I know like we're kind of like we're saying like this movie's misunderstood. People just didn't get it. But like. The nicest thing, the thing I, I, this sounds like hyperbole, but I mean this with every single bit of my soul that when I watch this movie, I think I understand how those people in like the 1800s felt when they saw that movie of the train coming at the camera and they ran like screaming because they thought it was real. Yeah. That's like how I feel watching this. I'm like, I think I got, I get it. I think I get what what was going through their minds. Like this is,
1: Oh well, uh, yeah, similar similar to you, the uh, I think a a thing we both respect a lot. I'm I'm not gonna speak for you, so I'm just gonna say it myself. Like, my favorite thing in a movie is seeing someone trying to make a movie that we've never seen before. Yeah, and the two best examples of that, in my opinion, is the Wachowskis and Michael Mann, uh, two filmmakers we both love. Yeah, um, and like this is the. the the Wachowskis make the matrix and everyone's like, wow. Like I think everyone can agree like Mm -hmm. how much that changed the movie industry. And then speed racer comes out and everyone's like, I don't get it. I don't fucking (laughs) understand what's happening. And I'm like, they're doing what they did with the matrix again.
0: You guys are ignoring it. You're
1: choosing to ignore Ignore it.
0: it. Yeah. It's like on one hand, like this movie is perfect and they're wrong. They were wrong for not liking it. But on the other hand, like, the highest the you this can't come comes out in 2008, which I think we talked about uh, same year as Hancock.
2: <laughs> the
1: same year
0: as Iron Two, Man 2008. Yeah, t- I think 2008, an argument could be made that it's like the most important year of like the modern era of film. And just like yeah. the, not the most maybe the not maybe not most impactful, pivotal, pivotal, like it's pivotal. a real turning point. Like, compare Speed Racer to, like, the other two big blockbusters of this year, which are, like, The Dark Knight and Iron Man. Yeah. Just on visual alone, you kind of look at the difference between, like, what this movie's doing and what every other blockbuster is doing. And it makes a little sense that everyone who saw this was like, what the fuck like i don't even know what this is which
1: is funny that you're also bringing that up because i have a point later on to talk about about the mcu and speed racer in general
0: okay let's, yeah let's,
2: yeah let's I do too.
0: hey believe me i do too i <laughs> okay okay i i have like a point i want to make about speed racer in relation to the mcu we, and- we're
1: probably both have the same I'm Same making, spot. yeah,
0: yeah, I'm making, and I'll be making, because I'm also seeing Eternals later tonight, and Ugh. I feel like, oh, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of wish we were recording this, like, we can't, but I wish we were recording this after, because, like, I feel like that rant would have a very different energy,
2: <laughs>
0: post uh, Kingo and the gang, a- anyway, we we got a lot of, we got a lot of thing, points we want to make, but we should start, speed racer, All right, well, I'll speed run, ah, this
1: i get it uh, yeah
0: uh speed racer is a starts beloved um anime from the 60s i want to say one of the first maybe not the first but it was like one of the first to really like make a transition to the states i could be wrong <laughs> with a
1: shitty that. dub
0: yeah <laughs> Speed Racer, uh, it started as a as a manga created by I have his name here. Uh Tatsuo Yoshida. Um, and he was kind of inspired aesthetically Speed Racer, or as it was called in um uh in Japan, it's called Mach go-go-go.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think, yeah. And um uh the sort of aesthetic of Mach go 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 uh was inspired by um, uh, two films from America, not America, uh, two films that were very popular in Japan at the time, um, an Elvis movie called Viva Las Vegas and Goldfinger, uh, the Sean Connery, James Bond movie. And so like the, <laughs> the, the world of Speed Racer is kind of like modeled after like that sort of 60s Americana aesthetic so there's a weird like with this movie there's a very weird like like it's like like something that got ran through google translate and then that translation got ran back through google translate mm-hmm. and that you have like this japanese story that's heavily influenced by american like culture or whatever and then like I, the wachowskis in adapting it for li- in a live action film are kind of like taking influence from like, you know, anime and like manga. It's like this. But
1: they base it off of the American uh, cartoon instead of the original Japanese cartoon.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, You know, and um, the American dub changes it. So it's called Speed Racer. Um, Let's see. I uh, like Speed Racer in the original is um, Go Mythune. Uh, instead of racer motors it's Miffy motors that's what the m on his helmet is um and uh yeah it was despite (laughs) not having despite not having a good dub it was like a very popular you know cartoon like just like one of those things it was like you know even though it came out in the 60s it was like always like being like reruns you know during the like 80s and
2: 90s
1: yeah they rebooted it again in like the yeah. 80s 90s and, yeah, and there's that also about- like spark that people from the 60s were watching it again because they reminded them that it was nostalgia mm-hmm. and then there was this new generation of kids watching it as well
0: yeah uh, and these I might be getting like really a lot of they would have been kids around this time right like I'm, how old were they when what? kids? Were? are you talking about the 60s not the sixties, but I mean okay. like in the eighties yeah. and nineties. Yeah, I yeah. think
1: they're like teens, I believe, because uh-huh. I think there were like, I think they were like in their early twenties in like the late nineties.
0: Yeah, that tracks. Or which maybe they're all-
1: mid twenties,
0: which is also like um, you know, and that's also like around the same era that like anime really starts to like have a boom in the states.
2: Yeah, like that's yeah. You
0: get like Akira. And um, in the '90s, you get like um, like Evangelion or uh, you know Cowboy Bebop or you know Dragon Ball Z, like kind of start to make their way and become yeah. like extremely popular here. And
1: the Wachowskis were popularly they're nerds. Yeah. they are nerds. They are influenced by comics, anime, manga. No, yeah, they're fucking you, nerds.
0: Even in The Matrix, yeah, you, know, you can see like the influence. Um, But, uh, you know, Speed Racer was a very popular cartoon. Uh, So, like, the idea of, like, adapting it to live action. Hollywood is a creatively bankrupt industry. So, of course, like.
1: (laughs) Yeah, in the 90s, Warner Brothers bought the the rights to it. Because they're like, fuck, like, it's getting a a new generation of people liking it. We got to fucking make a movie. Yeah. And they didn't get anyone until 2008 to actually make it.
0: Well, they they came close a, a couple times. Um, yeah, uh, and like I'm trying to see who was the first director attached to it. Uh, Julian Temple was the first like director attached, and like it seems like they're mainly like a, a music video director. Mm. Um. Uh. And um. Henry Rollins was like offered the role of Razor X. Um. um in 95, oh, yeah, the, the closest it came for a while is, that, like, in 95, Johnny Depp was going to play Speed Racer. Yeah. Uh, but, like, the budget kind of fell through, and um, Depp also requested time off, and it fell through. Uh, Gus Van Sant was attached to direct it, which is what such the fuck? a weird <laughs> choice. Yeah. 97, Alfonso Cuaron was, like, hired.
1: Yeah. Uh, As, like, his American debut
0: yeah uh at some point jj abrams was a screenwriter on it you know it's going through all these like it's like one of those scripts it's getting like re-written like 20 fucking times you
1: know who would have been cool to play racer x who nick cage i feel like he could have played racer x that would have been dope (laughs) Shut (laughs) up. listen i'm pig-pilled okay i'm gonna put nick cage in all my movies
0: (laughs) um uh i i figured i thought this part might mean something to you i was gonna see in two in two thousand, um, music video director Hype Williams was attached. To
1: <laughs> that movie would have been absolutely ridiculous. Holy <laughs> shit!
0: Let's see what is oh, he? Oh man, doing? He, he did directed? Belly. Belly. Uh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, he directed the Gold Digger music video.
1: Yeah, he did Belly. That's like the the big movie that he finally they let him do a movie, and he did Belly. Wow, that would have been really funny. That honestly might have been kind of (laughs) good.
0: Here's the weirdest one to me. This is like the weirdest part. In 2004, a revival of this project that presented a new take that would develop the characters more strongly, quoting Wikipedia there, Vince Vaughn spearheaded a revival, and he... I think wanted to play Racer X he did which is so weird, but like you know again, Vaughn's like that age where he probably like grew up with the you know original anime yeah,
1: very he said he wanted it to be like more character driven yeah, I think that's like which
0: I'd, like... which this one is <laughs> yeah, weird uh, uh yeah uh the the I, okay, I gotta practice saying it out loud because I feel like. It's the Wachowskis, right?
1: The Wachowskis, yeah, you got it. Wachowskis,
0: I feel like once or twice I've said I've left out the last K.
1: No, you 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 always get it.
0: Okay, thank you. That means a lot. They get brought on to write and direct it in 2006 as the sort of uh, it's the follow. It's like their follow up to the Matrix, right? Like the Matrix, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and that's a big part of the like context of this like they just came they they did the matrix which shattered it earth shattering movie the first matrix uh-huh. they take what like two three years off yeah then the same year they come out with both matrix sequels and Whoa. people hate them <laughs>
0: When you say two three years off, that's probably more. Well, like yeah, they spent obviously two for years production. Making, yeah, yeah, two movies back to back.
1: But they come out with these two movies back to back the same year, and the world fucking hates these movies. It
0: is. Well, I I I haven't really looked into the reaction at the time, but like it's my understanding that it was like at best people were bewildered, and at worst they hated it.
1: Nobody uh, liked it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um let's see reception for, I, I think reloaded people were a bit more like um yeah it got a b plus cine score. so that's that's damning because audience Cause, is- and
1: then i know i haven't watched the third one but i know the third one like half of it takes place in the real world i think yeah. most of it takes place in the real world actually
0: yeah uh yeah p- people were kind of alienated by uh the the Matrix sequels is the point, um, and, but still, like I mean, you know, despite people being kind of like, what is this? <laughs> it, it's like uh, it was the highest grossing R rated movie of all time until Deadpool came out in 2016.
1: Fuck Deadpool!
0: <laughs> and um, uh, the the third one made 500 million. You know, like even though so, so slightly diminishing returns, people don't really don't know what to make. Of them, or they just hate the sequels. But it's still like making buckets, like truckfuls of money, you know. Which I feel like, um, in talking about them going from that to Speed Racer, I feel like this is the the kind of movie you can only make if you make a movie as successful and uh, both culturally and financially as The Matrix, because this well, has man. a this has the real feeling of Warner Bros. Like I think at what I've read about like the behind the scenes of it is like they they you know of course like the Warner Bros executives like had a hard time seeing like the vision you know which it, but they were like okay we we couldn't see we had a hard time you know envisioning the Matrix and look how that turned out we'll we'll let them take over yeah let the Wachowskis do their thing the thing I wanted to the the thing I wanted to mention with the Wachowskis and I think you might know, I think you, at this point, you've seen more of their stuff than I have um, uh, is like a story. I remember my editing professor, I don't know about some professor told uh, my freshman year, is it like with the first matrix, they didn't get nearly as much money as they wanted. Mm. and So what they did was they took, he claimed the money they had be all the money they had been given, but I'm I call bullshit. There's no way. But they took us a, a a good chunk of the money they had been given, and they put it all into that opening scene where if you haven't seen The Matrix, where, that's right. You
1: know, that's where, that's a true story.
0: Yeah, where the tr- where Trinity you know jumps up in the air, the camera does like the 360 thing, you know, and like uh, <laughs> like it, it insane. Like it's Kellen
1: I. I'm my blood's boiling right now i just want to keep <laughs> leave like i'm on a leash okay i'm on a leash okay. don't okay. let go of the okay. leash
0: Jesus fucking oh my god <laughs> i'll stop talking about the matrix as soon as possible so to, to help but you know like they put all like a bunch of money into just that opening sequence they showed it to warner bros and warner bros was like okay we get it now what do you need uh-huh. exactly
1: exactly <laughs> and
0: like there's also we talked about with will smith like will smith has that video where like he met with the wachowskis and he said no to the matrix because he didn't get what the fuck they were talking
1: about. yeah these two high energy dudes were like yo here's our idea here's how we want it to look he said fuck no i don't get it <laughs> yeah
0: is it i think you're fine but is it, they, hmm, is it is it misgendering them to call them dudes then
1: I don't know. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. I was going to talk
1: about that too. Yeah. In 2008, this movie comes out. And in 2008 is when Lana Wachowski officially like fully transitions.
0: Right. But it wasn't made public until, because I was until the like, other day. Until
1: like 2010, I think.
0: Yeah. By the way, uh, we might talk about The Matrix later in this podcast. W- wink, wink. I don't, you know, <laughs> or just like, you know, if nothing else, that's bound to be whenever we do personal favorites again. That's probably going to be a Moises pick. That so Yeah, we'll, that's
1: my, but like, I, we should have introed that. The Matrix is my favorite movie of all time. I think it is the best movie of all time. Uh, I love the Wachowskis. I fucking yeah. love the Wachowskis.
0: The thing about The Matrix is, uh, I, I don't know. We've talked about this before i I can't remember when you said you first ever saw it but like my first time ever seeing it was like a year ago
1: mine was july i believe oh really like actually sat down fully watched oh right
0: yeah yeah and like i had the benefit and watching that movie for the first time with like uh I'm, i'm fully willing to admit i might be getting into some like testy waters here but like watching that movie for the first time with the knowledge did both creators are now came out trans as trans women. Yeah, trans women completely changes that movie it does yeah it, it changes their entire filmography it might be it's like yeah it's like one of those things when i have, like read like oh the matrix is a trans allegory like without seeing the movie i was kind of like ah yeah i'm sure there might be something there but you know it's one of those things where like there's not enough you know lgbt stories to where people have to like you know look for subtext and other things that's like that's how i kind of wrote off that like read of it until i saw the movie and it's like oh my god this is like so obvious yeah yeah <laughs> like the red pill is because like what it's it's the, like uh fuck what's it called it's like an some sort of like estrogen thing is a red pill like that's what it's a reference mm. to
1: yeah like, and i mean it just the simple plot of it you think of it it's literally about People stuck in bodies they don't feel like they belong to. Yes. Because Agent Smith. society is telling them, hey, you belong in these bodies. And the <laughs> right. whole series is like, no, I need to escape this reality to go to my true
0: body. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Agent Smith holds power over Neo by calling him by his old his dead name. It's like his yeah. <laughs> dead exactly. name Neo. It's like, oh okay. Anyway uh enough about Matrix. to try but like i guess what my point is what i was trying to say about like the whole like you know matrix story is that like the wachowskis strike me as like these like visual i'll call them geniuses sure you know you make the matrix you earn that who like it's just they're they strike me as the kind of people kind of like uh The first one that comes to mind is like David Lynch, where it's just like, you just got to trust them. You know, like you have, they're never going to be able to explain what's going on in their brain to you. You just have to like, you know, take the leap of faith and trust that they're not going to make you look stupid.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And like, uh, I cannot imagine. First of all, I can't imagine acting in a movie that's already (laughs) like insane to me. Like I I I've spent like enough, I spent like two days on a set and like watching people act. I'm like, how do you fucking do this? This is like <laughs> nuts. This is like the most sterile cold environment possible. But doing that on like just like a fucking green room <laughs> is like insane to me and like requires so much trust from all of these actors who, by the way, are all uh perfect and amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes and yes. If I could, I
0: if, if I could segue from that, um, the only cast, the first casting thing I could find: um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Shia LaBeouf, Zac Efron, all considered for Speed Racer.
1: Fuck you, Zach Efron. The rest, oh, and Shia LaBeouf, fuck you too. Uh, R- Joseph Gordon-Levitt's still kind of cool.
0: Really, I, I like. I, don't know. I like Zac Efron.
1: I'm just kidding. I love Zac. <laughs> He's hot. <laughs> uh, what do uh, he do to himself though? He like looks weird now.
0: I think he had like a, some sort of jaw surgery and like it just.
1: <laughs> He's not as, as hot anymore, to be honest.
0: Yeah, there's been.
1: No, I, I was just thinking like for the role, like, ugh, yeah. I, the, the, no. Yeah, I, no, I could
0: right. see
1: Joseph Gordon-Levitt for
0: sure. But yeah, yeah. Him... Zach Efron. Well, 2008, this is still like high school musical Zach Efron. It, yeah, I, he still feels I, a bit too old almost, if that makes sense.
1: And, and Shia LaBeouf would just have that huge shadow, Transformers yeah, over it the entire yeah, time.
0: Yeah, Emil Hirsch there's just some like childish quality to him. I don't know why. Mm, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a boyish. That's charm. why he has
1: a beard now. It's to hide yeah,
0: that. Yeah, it was wild because I had to watch Into the Wild for class, uh-huh. like uh, not too long ago. And like watching that, it was the whole. the whole time I'm like, dude, it's fucking speed. <laughs> 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 Uh, um let's see uh uh elisha is it elisha cuthbert kate mara and rose mcgowan all considered for trixie eventually uh christina ricci is it ricci or ricky i should look that up
1: Uh, she's uh good
0: (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) i don't i'll i'll say this you know i feel like i give boys a hard time because he's usually, he's usually the one that's, as the kids say, horny on main on this podcast. So I'll take the lead here. Uh, big crush on <laughs> Christina Richie in this movie. Listen,
1: I will look into Trixie's bag of tricks <laughs> any day of the week. All right, any day. She
0: is like she I, she is like four. Her face is like forty percent eyes. Hmm. <laughs> um. It's the overall look, you know, when she's like when she like takes over for what's his face at the race at. Um,
1: oh, my God. That's such that's a good look the for overalls, me. Too. Yeah, Yep. yeah,
0: everyone. OK, every, uh, uh, everyone in this movie is gorgeous. Everyone in this movie is just beautiful,
1: especially like fucking chimp.
0: It's chimp, chimp. Yep.
1: <laughs> Fuck with him.
0: Fuck with chimp, chimp. Like, I don't even want to look it up. Like, if there was someone else considered for Pops Racer besides John Goodman, I don't want to know <laughs> about it. I, 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 it better be like the Wachowskis are like, it's in our contract. John Goodman is Pops Racer or we walk. Uh, just trying to, the casting thing, this is the thing I talked about at the beginning. This feels so obvious, but apparently the role of Racer X uh, was offered to Keanu Reeves. Mm. Uh, but he turned it down.
1: Instead, they got the guy from Lost to do it, which he yeah. does a good job.
0: Oh, he's, he's, I, I love him. He's so good. I, 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 I oh, God, I, I fucking love Racer X, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: a really good character.
0: And uh, Susan Sarandon as mom, racer, uh, pop, uh, pops. John Goodman, pops Racer. John Goodman. Yeah. And so I feel like we could spend another hour talking about the visual of this movie. Just like, and this is what I mean, where it's like I can't imagine like the Wachowskis trying to like explain this to either the cast or the
2: brothers. Yeah. yeah,
0: and it like I, okay, I guess I, I, I want to take a couple steps back and talk about my personal experience with this movie because I promise it'll okay. Tie in. Okay, I saw this when it came out. I was seven. Mm. Mm-hmm. I I don't remember much of it. Weirdly, like, the only two things, like, I have a memory of, like, seeing in the theater are, like, um, the, like, Tropical Race, where, like, mm-hmm. Speed Racer gets screwed, and the ending, like, montage with Racer X, like, that thing. But, like, I remember, like, me and my sister, like, both being, like, super into it like just like hyper like little fucking monsters after the movie just like running around the restaurant we went to or after whatever <laughs> like this um, but i and um like i, t- I talked to my friends about because i showed this movie to my friends a while ago and they're like i don't remember this movie but i remember having like the lego set i remember <laughs> like the mcdonald's toys for it you know yeah and like i think like in the years since 2008, I kind of like look back on like, oh yeah, it's just one of those like cringe movies I liked as a kid, you know, like it's for kids, you know, like McDonald's toy shit. And um, then like a couple years ago, I went to like somebody's house. I think it was like this girl I was trying to talk to, like her friend, she, I went to like her friend's house and like they were watching Speed Racer. And like I kind of like glanced at it, and I was just like, oh, this is a lot. I don't know. Like I, I also had a headache. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then, finally, freshman year, I was shown a scene from this movie, the desert race scene, in an editing class as an example of bad editing.
2: Hmm.
0: Well, and-
1: <laughs> I was literally about to say, like, I was going to start off my spiel with, this is one of the best editing
0: jobs here's the have ever thing. fucking scene. here's the thing while watching in class i i also had to say because that class was at like nine in the morning i was like this is a lot <laughs> which to be to be fair that race is very chaotic but i think it works because the movie kind of eases you in you know to it's like style yeah like it, it um but anyway so i think so (laughs) genuinely. even with that opening
1: montage
0: yes yes bear with me we're gonna get to that bear with me um and so like i was like you know thinking about it and like i had remembered um like being shown the example i remember like having multiple people i know tell me that like speed racer slaps like um i watch um did you ever watch Freddy long yeah. Yeah, I remember like him, like on in some video or some tweet, like advocating, like seeing Speed Racer in theaters is one of the best movie going experiences of my life. And I'm like, oh, and I was finally like, just one day, like, oh fuck, okay, you know what? It's streaming. I'll watch Speed Racer, and like, shit, you not crying during the final lap, <laughs> 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 like, and I've been like a, a fucking, I, I'm I'm a converted Speed Racer hater. I guess. I don't know about hater, but like I have, I saw the light and now I'm like, (laughs) I'm like a fucking like street corner preacher. Just telling people, have you heard the good news? Speed racer 2008. It's good.
2: Yeah. Uh, And for
1: me, it was kind of the same thing. I remember watching this as a kid, not in the movies, but it was a movie that like, I don't know, I guess I rented at the video store mm -hmm. and, um, It's funny because I was talking to my brothers about it. I was the they hated me because I would always pick the shit they didn't want. So, like, when we would go to GameStop or something, I would choose the single player story game when they want the multiplayer game. When we'd go to the video store, I'd get the weird looking movie. They'd want the other one yeah so i remember this time being like a, a speed racer one i was like i want speed racer and they were like fuck you we don't want speed racer that movie <laughs> was stupid and we got speed racer and i fucking loved it and everyone else hated it um and it was just like a fond childhood memory that i had it's speed the speed racer movie and i remember i think i liked it so much that my parents bought me the dvd because i remember that cover pretty vividly and yeah. then like I kind of forgot about this movie existing. And then I think it was like, yeah, two years ago, it came up with me and you. And I was like, fuck, I remember loving that movie. And you're like, yeah, me too. <laughs> and then that's when you watched it like a month later or something. And you said, Moises, this movie fucking rules. Like you need to rewatch it. Yeah. Um, And I didn't want to rewatch it because I really wanted to find the perfect way to rewatch it. Uh, and finally, I did it like earlier. It was either this year or last year. and like blew my fucking mind because I've yes. never, like, the fact that this is, like, still, this is a kids movie, uh-huh. and, like, it is the most visionary shit ever. is like, mind boggling. It's insane that this mm-hmm. movie does what it does.
0: Yeah. And one thing I I think is one of the reasons I'm, like, so, like, entranced by this movie, I guess, is, like, as an editor as someone who loves editing and like has come to like really appreciate like what editing can do to like a story, you know? Yeah. uh, There's like, I'm trying to remember, I might be misquoting it. There's a book all, all, if you have, if you've ever thought about becoming an editor or you've ever studied to be an editor, like there's a book called in the blink of an eye that you've probably read. Uh, It's like Mm -hmm. Walter Murch, you know, literally wrote the book on editing, (laughs) but like, there's some I, I I should have fucking tracked it down and tried to find the quote, but there's some concept he talks about in that, in that when you're in, as when you're editing a movie, you are controlling and manipulating time and space. When you cut from a wide shot to a, a close up of like whatever actor you know, you are like manipulating time and space in a way. This movie takes that concept and cranks it up exponentially (laughs) and it like it's it's impossible to describe like watch like a clip from this movie to see what the fuck we're talking about i think it does it just enough like it doesn't overkill it you know yeah like um of like something it likes to do which is in a way a kind of like um calls like harkens back to like the visual style like anime or like the original cartoon is like someone's like talking head will like slide across the screen and like be like it's like a wipe almost yeah yeah yeah. and like the like the moment that like rocks my world every time like it feels like someone like injects me with adrenaline every time i see this is like halfway through the movie he's in royalton's office rejects royalton's offer royalton says like you know like this is how racing works, you know, Like he does his whole thing about how like the Grand Prix is fucking rig. We, we decide who p- the placement order, you know, months in advance speed says, no, I'm going to beat you. And I'm going to show you. And Royalton has the thing, the vil- Royalton, the villain has this thing where he's like, all right, then listen. Well, here's what's going to happen. And like the world around him starts spinning until mm-hmm. it becomes just like this blur of like color. And then like, It it like pans over, it like rotates over. He slowly comes out frame. Then Speed Racer in his like you know helmet driving comes in, and then like the world like unblurs into like he's at the race. You know like yeah, the the race is fucking rigged. His car gets wrecked, and then they come home and find out that pops is like being sued, and then like it transmissions back. It's like we're still in the fucking office. Mm Pure, I, I, okay, I, I landed on the word. It's pure subjectivity, like objectivity is thrown out the window. Uh,
1: yeah, but, it, it's live action anime done yeah. right. Like yes. no one has yes. has done live action anime. This is yeah. dead ass, just an anime but with real people. Uh perfect like it's perfectly done because you you watch something like anime you think this can't be that different from a regular movie and it is because there are no fucking rules well I mean there are rules No, sorry there are rules they can only do what they can draw Yeah. so there's less editing to be done there's less like shit to be worried about really because all they're doing is drawing and then they just got to worry about putting it together
0: well there's still a lot of like there's still so, like editing is a much different game
2: in
1: animation. Yeah. And I'm talking about more like classic, classic yeah. anime, you know? Yeah. Cause yeah. you watch something like, like Akira and you're like, Holy shit. How did they do this? Yeah. Or you watch something like, um, what's the one I just watched. Oh, ghost in the show. Uh-huh. And you're just like, how the fuck did they do all this in an hour yeah. and 20 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's they do the same thing here yeah the exact same thing the same editing the same like over dialogue the same like editing hacks Mm -hmm. uh
0: it's really cool a lot of editing i believe like is like about finding like the inherent rhythm of something Mm -hmm. and that's like a very subjective thing that's like it's really it's really just something you feel like a lot of times it's not like like you know when someone asks why did you cut there It's not like, well, I knew that was the right place. It's like, it just felt right. Like, I watched Mm. it enough times and, like, it felt right to do it at that, like, moment. And, like, a lot of anime has, like, that kind of, like, really good anime. Like, Akira. uh, Like, has, like, that really great, like, rhythm to it, you know, and its editing. And so does this
2: movie. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, But, like, yeah, go on.
1: I was just gonna say, and then you know, there's those elements from anime of just like crazy melodrama, uh, just like Fast and the Furious, <laughs> crazy melodrama and over the top action. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, comedic, uh, comedic stuff, which is what like Fast and the Furious is missing sometimes. Um, that the mcu wants so fucking badly that's all they want they want this goddamn like melodramatic undertone with this family fun action and um this movie does it perfectly and mcu will never be able to do it uh well i mean mean, they've come close to it so let's for example i'll say like Thor Ragnarok really has like the same mm-hmm. type of like energy as a movie like this does. Yeah. The guardians movies uh, have the let's same. See.
0: Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay.
1: okay I mean, I mean uh, not the same yeah. filmmaking energy. I, okay,
0: I will say like of all the MCU movies, like guardians and Thor Ragnarok feel the closest the MCU has ever come to feeling like they're not embarrassed to be based on comic books.
2: Yeah.
1: Um super crazy action, but also this like intense melodrama. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this one is heightened, like this one does it, does all that times a hundred. Uh, and the MCU would be so much better if they also like <laughs> would yeah. decide well, to do some shit like that.
0: Yeah. I mean it's it I guess it's because like the two examples like that come to mind are like like this and Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Mm-hmm. But both of those movies, like, this, you know, like, Scott Pilgrim bombed, I think, you know, and, like, this movie, like, had, does it, you know, at a very mixed reception. But I, I keep thinking, like, why doesn't, like, somebody try and make one of those Marvel movies and, like, do you like the Scott Pilgrim like comic book thing or like the Speed Racer like kind of subjective? Well, it's know? also
1: like Scott Pilgrim versus the world came out 2010. I doubt that would have been. The, and I'm serious about this statement. I really doubt it would have been like that if this movie hadn't come out like this fucking movie influenced so many other movies, in my opinion. I think this movie like
0: interesting is so goddamn important to the movie industry. My f- theory, <laughs> that's so interesting because my take is this movie should have influenced. Oh, well, yeah.
1: Yeah, it should have as well. Yeah, this movie is completely game changing. This should have fucking changed the whole movie industry. Everyone should have been like, fuck, we need to make that. Please, can we make that? Yeah. Uh,
0: and no one did. No <laughs> one
1: fucking did. Except yeah. Scott Program.
0: Yeah. Like, I really, God, I would just, Marvel. Let me make like a fucking like X Men movie or something. Let me you know? make the Punisher movie. That's imagine, what I want to make. You want to do Punisher? Yeah, imagine I'd love to like do Punisher. a fucking like X Men movie where like Wolverine lunges and like it like cuts to like the shot of him lunging like goes slow motion for a moment and like the background just becomes red, you know? Like just like the shit they do in this movie.
1: I was going to say, imagine like him going towards the camera and then the like frame rips and it's like <laughs> the dead body that he's going into starts ripping too
0: oh my god um yeah and i think the uh a, a great like case of fucking point the movie that's coming out the same day this episode comes out eternals
2: mm. hey.
0: not I, I think moises and I, I i'm not sure where you stand now but i know we kind of disagree about like the aesthetic of that movie
1: i used to oh no okay listen I used to be excited for that movie. I fucking love Nomadland, uh, and I think it's also because like she is so obviously a Terrence Malick imitator. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's why I like it so much. And then I saw the internals trailer. Thought this looks fucking cool. Like it looks kind of stupid and like melodramatic and shit. Uh-huh. Uh, it looks different. And then I saw the trailer. Twenty thousand more times, and I don't want to see Eternals. I am (laughs) no longer excited for MCU. Besides Spider Man, yeah, Uh, Uh, yeah, that movie looks like fucking garbage. (laughs) But like, I'm oh, hold on. I also thought of another example of a movie that does it pretty well, um, but I haven't seen it again since I was a kid. Ang Lee's Hulk does the whole like comic book thing pretty fucking well.
0: Uh I need to rewatch that. <laughs> I
1: watching clips of it and remembering it as a kid. I think it does it well.
0: Yeah. Um. Um. But like you know, compare like all the screenshots of the Eternals movie, which like I swear to God, I'm not gonna be surprised if that entire movie takes place in like a fucking field at this point. That's all that the fucking <laughs> promotional shit is. But like compare that to like the comic it's based off eternals by like jack kirby like look up jack kirby's art and like it's a completely like it it makes me so sad that there's so much like like aesthetic history of just like this medium that they can draw from and they just choose not to (laughs) i mean i'm
1: just looking at their costumes and like
0: yeah like they're the, the the Eternals movie costumes they look like fucking CW costumes even CW costumes are a bit more interesting <laughs> like
1: i mean that flash costume slaps yeah I man uh, yeah i i, I mean and, and and there's someone someone who really wants to fucking do the like whole comicy thing and we already brought him up but like i wasn't at first i was sold but then thinking about it even more i really didn't like it that much is is the suicide squad like he was trying so hard to do it. And yeah. I don't know, like watching it, I was like, this is cool. But then a week later, I was like, that kind of sucked. Like it was the same thing over and over again, really.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But um, I, I think another big thing, because I, I want to get back to talking about the Speed Racer, the movie, <laughs> but like one last thing about talking about this movie versus um the Marvel universe, cinematic universe, is it um, like... <sighs> Everything, I, I think like, the and we talked about this all the time, we talked about it a little shot before, so I'll be quick, but like Marvel, uh, our cult, every, all the big blockbusters are so like irony poison now that like, you know, you know, like I always say like in, in the inevitable Fantastic Four MCU movie there's going to be some joke, mark my words, write this down, that like the thing's going to be, like they're going to be talking about their superhero names or whatever and they'd be like oh you're calling yourself the thing well okay or what you know some shit like that (laughs) but like in this movie fucking you have like the 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 main character's name is speed racer it's on his fucking birth certificate last name racer first name speed like uh, they work with pops racer goes inspector detector it's been a while (laughs) (laughs) you know it's so silly but it plays it so straight that like you kind of take it seriously. I think.
1: Yeah, it's a hundred percent straight. Like, and that's what is, I mean. There's not a bit of irony in this movie.
0: Yeah, and I think that's why I think the biggest thing holding the MCU back is that it, it's embarrassed to be based off of comic books. Like it, it it's like it doesn't want you to think it's silly. Uh, fuck.
1: It's just so weird because then there's movies like. Where you're thinking of this point that you're making, and then you're like, okay, what about the Dark Knight? They're like trying to be real. Watch the Dark Knight again. Go watch it again. Tell me how fucking comic booky that
0: goddamn movie oh, is because yeah. it is so comic-y. It's so fucking over the top. Which is what? Why? I mean, which is why I like I like Dune. The more I think about it, because that movie takes itself so seriously.
1: It's so good. It's so yeah. goddamn good.
0: And it's like. People are like, how do you like, you know, Zack Snyder stuff is so dark or whatever. It's like it takes it so seriously. And that's like apparently more than I can ask from a lot of these fucking things.
1: Yeah, Uh, because you're again like that when there is no irony in it, it's just fucking amazing because it's being what it wants to be. It's not being fucking afraid to do something.
0: Yeah. And that's what
1: but it's weird, too, because like look, look at Deadpool. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah or even uh, okay i don't like that i mean, I, mean I, I guess my point is i just wish these movies i, I guess <laughs> two last things about comic book movies before we can go back to speed racer full time uh one they're also fucking gray these things have color please god somebody like yeah. the color back in these fucking movies please guys somebody they don't even have to really put just turn the saturation up like 25 percent please for the love of fucking god like uh you know um and two, uh i I'm just going to speak this out into existence, you know, I, I, but like, uh, if I had, I really want a fucking, I'm looking at all this Jack Kirby art. I really want there to be a New Gods movie. It's an obscure DC Jack Kirby thing. I really want New Gods. I, I'm just putting that out there. So, if like a year <laughs> they announce it, we can look back on this. I'm trying Shout to out to Panther. Black Adam, baby. They were going to, I was so... <laughs> Fucking Warner Bros. Forever on my shit list. Ava Duvernay was gonna do a New Gods movie, and they fucking canceled it.
1: Um. Uh, anyway, shout out to Aquaman.
0: Shout out to Aquaman. Speed Racer. We're a
1: we're a pro Aquaman pod, right?
0: Yes, we are. <laughs> we, we we talk about this literally all the time. So let's get back to Speed Racer. I'm gonna close this tab. I. I no,
1: we're not off track though. This is some. No. This is important. Um. Oh, yeah. Because we're talking about this fucking movie is so goddamn different. You watch a movie in a theater nowadays and tell me if you get the same feeling you, want, you get from watching this movie. I don't. Like,
0: I don't. This you can't. Ruined me.
1: I need to see this movie in the biggest screen possible. Someone please, like, please guys, you need to do like a re-release of this so it can make all the money back officially.
0: Jeez, I, I, whose dick do I have to suck? get speed racer uh, on oh, an imac yeah, screen yeah jesus christ oh if i could go back in time i would um however so um in talking about speed racer just like another thing visually about the movie is it like another thing we talk about a lot and this is some real nerd shit so i won't go too into it is like digital versus film mm-hmm. it's the first movie the wachowskis do that's shot digital
1: it's, like, mostly
0: all digital, I think. It is. It's. I think it's completely HD okay. 1080, which is apparently, besides, like, the lack of, like, a mainstream interest, apparently the main reason a 4K re-release is hard is because this was shot at 1080p.
1: Mm, so, yeah, they'd have to but fucking shit. redo it.
0: Yeah, but shit, they like, they did this. Just remaster, remaster Speed Racer, yeah. remaster Speed Racer. I just need the HDR. I just need the, there's so many fucking colors in this movie. Like there's one one review I saw on Letterboxd of this movie that I think sums it up Is like, someone said, I didn't know you could put that many colors in a movie. Huh. Uh, one of the best, like not movie going, but like movie watching experience I've ever had is I showed this to like a group of friends. Um, like I should all have been on the podcast before, I think. I should have to Spencer, Garrett, Hayes, because they would never seen it.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: like I was like, okay, you know, like I, I don't know how they're gonna react to this. Like, I've shown them movies before that they fucking hated. <laughs> like and like I'll never forget this first race, this opening 15 minutes. And first of all, it does what a movie like this should do, and that it teaches you how to watch it, if that makes sense.
2: -hmm.
0: It shows you not all at once, but it just like sort of like shows you every single like tool on its belt. Like, here's everything we're gonna do, you know. Here, like, you know, as a whole, like this opening race feels like the ending of a speed racer movie almost, you know? Like it there's Mm -hmm. like an arc of like him, like he's racing the ghost of his brother and like quite literally. Like uh, yeah, it's like a
1: need for speed video game.
0: Yes. Like um at the end of this. First race, like I, I can't remember who said it, but one of them said, "This is the best fucking movie I've ever seen." <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, "Yeah, this is good." It is like it, it, it eases you into like, okay, for like, um, this shit is super like, like these hyper like eye candy like kid brain like colorful worlds. It kind of like eases you into that like it eases into like the cameras do like moving impossibly like it's doing all these things because it's like a digital but also CGI <laughs> a lot of it is like it's doing like this it, there's that insane where it's like it's like it it starts like as like a helicopter shot it comes down to the car and like it's mm. like the car is like drifting around it and then it goes through the cockpit like close up of a meal her speed racer you know yeah like it, it's, and then like it's also like, you know, the wipe, like, uh, like an announcer's head will just like come across. And the first time it happens, you're like, oh, okay. But then, like, so that like later in the movie, it can start doing like really complex, advanced shit with that. But like, it's, it'll done do it,
1: it, it'll do five announcers at a time.
0: Yes. Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself, but like the moment, like right before the final race where it's like every single major character it's, like, going across the screen, like, the wild, like, speeds about them, like, getting ready for the, the big Grand Prix race. Like, every time I see that scene, I wish I could call Lily and Lana Wachowski and just be like, you have the biggest fucking brain in Hollywood.
1: <laughs> yeah, total jealousy runs through my fucking veins I, when yeah. I think of the shit that they did.
0: Yeah. Like, oh my god. It's, like, <laughs> it's, when I watch this movie and I'll talk about more this more where like I find it like in a way like it's kind of affirming it's like this reminds me why I do what I why I do like why I, I do what I love why I, and why I even love this to begin with but it also just fills me with this like fuck, I'm never going to be able to do something like this. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, if we ever talk about the Matrix, we'll uh, yeah. wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm holding myself back because there's some shit I want to say, but like, okay. uh, I don't know if we'll ever maybe talk about the Matrix ever. Um, yeah, it's I want to see someone do a video game movie, right? Yeah. Uh, let's hope Illumination does
0: it right with the Super Mario Brothers movie. So in Speed Racer, um, this <laughs> opening, uh, like, in the opening, like, it's so, oh, it's so good. Like, you know, it's like the way, like, the past, present, and future are, like, folding in on itself. You know, like, yeah. it's, it's, everything's happening at once. Like, it goes, it shows, like, you know, he's in this, fa- this last lap of this big race, you know. But it's, like, showing him as a kid, like, you know, when his brother took him to this track to practice racing and then like it shows pops in his stands and his flashbacks to like pops and his brother having this argument it, and like it it shows trixie you know and like how how him and trixie met it's- that
1: absolutely amazing uh thing where he's like pretending to race race in his school chair mm-hmm. and like it pops up like drawings of a race car so he looks like he's in a cartoonish childlike yeah, yeah. drawing of a race car
0: and that and that also it that's like Within the first like two minutes of the movie. That's before yeah. we've seen an actual race. I think that's also like, okay, this is kind of silly. Get ready because we're about to do this shit for real.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: <laughs> You know? Um, it's like a, a a mosaic is like the best word I can mm. think of. Like it's like, you know, this like this <laughs> which is like just beautifully setting up, like, okay, here's everything you need to know. Here's like what the essence of the movie is. Um like Drugs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drugs um like and again like watching it with my friends there's that line racer x um which by the way young racer x uh jason street from friday night lights that's all um not racer well, rex
1: racer rex
0: racer my bad really the most obvious twist of all time
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um like he like that line where he says like uh stop steering and start driving Mm. like i Mm -hmm. one of my friends Mm -hmm. one of my friends like out loud went
2: oh like
0: (laughs) um i
1: wish my friends were not as cynical as 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 they are that's
0: the thing because friends are so cynical that's why i was expecting them to like kellen i was like i showed
1: them the thing and they all were just making fun of it the entire time Uh, like they're like the black characters are like oh these black guys like what this movie was made in the fucking eighties the seventies there's not a black character why is there a black character and i was like guys that's on purpose john carpenter's fucking cool and he's woke stop please stop making fun of it you guys are fucking assholes they're i can never show them a movie because they're just going to make fun of it the entire fucking time it's very annoying
0: (laughs) and like um uh but then you know uh I'm trying to figure out, like, because we we don't, I, I don't think we could just go through the movie scene by scene. We'll be here forever.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, but you're right, though. The intro is important. It's like, hey, just letting you know, this is what we're gonna do. Like, yeah. we are about to break your world for uh-huh. two hours and ten minutes.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, like, I'll, I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. Um, But, like, you know, <laughs> one thing, it's like, Uh, Again, I can't say this enough. Everyone in this movie is so good. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, um, I another thing I kind of like that the movie like doesn't like like I cannot figure out for the life of me how old Speed and Trixie are. (laughs) Like, they could either be like sixteen or twenty three. I have no idea. They're twenty.
1: They're twenty three. They're twenty three. You
0: think they're twenty three?
1: Yeah, because uh, Speed literally says that thing. He's like, I wouldn't have made it through high school without you.
0: Oh, okay. I know um, in the original, like, cartoon I read, that speeds 18. So, yeah, he's around okay. that age. But, like, you know, they, like, you know, he still lives with his family. And, like, she's still, like, the girl next door. Like, you know, <laughs> we never see her. She goes like,
1: in, eats breakfast with the, yeah, the racer family. She's,
0: like, essentially, like, a part of the family. hmm and she's also, like, you know, she's literally, like, a part of the crew. Like she, she, yeah, she works for Racer, Racer Motors. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, she flies the helicopter. Um, And, like, speaking of good performances, because I think he shows them the scene, I fucking love the dude that plays Royalton.
1: Mm-hmm. He's so He's good. a fucking villain, man. He's he scary.
0: <laughs> That's, yeah. Another thing I that, love is there's no attempt to make him, like, empathetic
1: it's literally like straight up like a kid's movie where it's like this guy's the bad guy like you're and supposed to
0: hate him and it's such a good turn too because like he is like charming for like that the first yeah part like there's something a little off about him but you're like oh, he's a rich guy but like he turns on a dime he goes can, from
1: <laughs> can i give you my uh uh weird take on this
0: what go for it
1: this movie like the way it like works, like as a kid's movie, really reminds me of the cat in the hat movie. Um, especially like the villain, the guy who's playing Royalton. Because yeah. like Alec Baldwin in the cat in the hat movie is one of the biggest assholes of all fucking time. Like <laughs> as guy- a kid, I fucking hated Alec Baldwin. Is he the guy? Like- I hated him.
0: <laughs> is he the guy that's like Fired?
1: No, 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 no. Okay. That's that's the mom's boss. Okay. Uh, Alec Baldwin is like their horny neighbor who wants to fuck their mom.
0: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah,
1: yeah, and he's like nasty. He's like fat. Yeah, he's he's a fucking villain. And this movie, we're really thinking about it. Like that's that's the like memory bank. It opens up. It's Canada has this beautiful children's movie. Um, and look, this connects to that energy. That same children energy
0: <laughs> um uh, let's see i'm just um yeah but China like that sucks i it. think yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you're talking i'm kidding i'm kidding but um and one thing just in talking about the plot of this movie i want to give this take before i forget i think this is a movie about racing sure but i think this is, and why I why I love it and why I go back to it, is this is a movie about doing what you love. Anytime they talk about racing, you take the racing out and reply, replace it with what you love doing, and it fits. Like, it's, a, and I think this movie is kind of a metaphor for the Wachowski's experience in Hollywood. Like, Royalton. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, Royalton's like the big Hollywood producers, like, don't you want to come work for me? And they're like, ah, I think we want to do our own thing. And then it's like, I will ruin you. I will destroy
1: the mom, the mom's speech to speed. She's like, you think I'm out here supporting you? Like, I don't want to support you every time I go to watch you race. I'm not watching you race. I'm watching you make art. Yes, And that's literally the Wachowskis saying, fuck you to the movie industry. Fuck you. We're making whatever we want to make. Oh, and, you want the Speed Racer movie? Guess what? We're making it for you. But guess what? It's our Speed Racer movie. It is not at all what you wanted.
0: I I want to talk about the, when I rewatched it earlier this year to show it to some friends. The moment that like literally almost made me start crying is I was and I I constantly I Moises and I have talked about this all the time. But like I, I'm enjoying my time in film school. But you know, my my faith in what I want to do gets tested constantly. I think that's just like, comes with any sort of career path, especially like creative, you know, ones where like, I, <laughs> I don't know if Moises experiences this, but a lot of times I have to ask, I, I feel myself asking like, is this really what I want to do? Like, is this, I like, because like not only is the industry itself just on its own, like, you know, fucked.
2: it's
0: <laughs> fucked. Just in, not, just in terms of like, It's a lot of luck. It's based on who you know, you know, like, it, you know, sometimes like you could work hard and it might not pay off like yada, yada. But just in fact, not only that, but the people occupying the industry are like toxic, abusive assholes. Mm -hmm. And like, when I watched this, like I had like, I, I won't go into details, but like I had, I'd had like a really shitty experience like doing something and like just working with like, you know, like, i had I, been disrespected, I'll say it. <laughs> like, uh, by someone that like, didn't even bother to learn my name. And I was like, well, what is this? Like, I'm going to be dealing with shit worse than this. If, so, like, why, you know, I, I was having, like, a real crisis of fate, I guess. Yeah. And I got to the part in this movie when Speed Racer and Racer X, who is his older brother but Speed doesn't know it, are on the track at night, and Speed says, "I don't even know why I'm doing this anymore. Racing is never going to change." And Racer X says, "The line I think about literally every day. It doesn't matter if racing ever changes. What matters is if we let racing change us." And like, I almost started crying just saying that out loud. So that's how like uh, much of a cuck I am for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, no like, I think that my point is this is a movie I think it's, a, it's like very it's almost spiritual it <laughs> you know? is it's like you know he like speeds like I there's a line where he says I know I'm not going to change the world by being a race car driver but it's the only thing I know how to do and I gotta do something mm. and the, and this movie is about like there's a beauty in that there is like some like an old a nigh on religious beauty to that <laughs> having something that you love doing that you're good at and when you do it there's like this sort of like like that final lap is like a rebirth you know huh <sighs> i kind of went on sorry you have something <laughs> i'm
1: gonna say no i uh, i agree this movie is very spiritual um as is like I know, keep going back to it. I I think it's only natural to go back to it just because of how much of an impact it has. Just like The Matrix is how spiritual (laughs) that movie is. Um, All
0: right, we're going to do The Matrix. You suckered me into it. (laughs) Well,
1: it's like you you just think like you think about it. And it's, uh, uh, again, context fucking rules. Like you have to know context. You just think about the shit that was going on on the Wachowski's lives. Like they were literally living a lie. As they are now both trans women, like, and they were trying to come to themselves, like, to admit it to the world. Like, I've been living a lie. It's time to show you, like, my truth and the truth. Like, this is what's actually real. This is what I want in my life. And, I mean, all the movies I've seen of them so far are literally about that. Like, yeah, this one is, like, such a big example, too. Like, yeah, fuck saying fuck you to the world. And doing what you do best, doing what you know is like true for yourself. Like this is your destiny. This is your fate. Is to be like this. Yeah. It will, and it's like so fucking. Um, what's the word? It is so optimistic because yes. it's like it's it, it. There's a lot of movies and a lot of media and such where it's like, hey, fate doesn't exist. Like it's not yeah. true. But this movie's like totally against that. It's like, hey, your fate, your destiny. It's true. It'll it's work out you, in the end. I feel like it'll work out.
0: Make, I feel like this is a very much a, your fate is what you make it. You know, mm. I like it's life affirming. That's the, I think <laughs> to talk about the Matrix. I think like the the moment it comes close to me, like the final lap of Speed Racer is like one of the most life affirming things in any movie ever for me.
2: Mm.
0: I think a moment that comes close is the moment in the Matrix when. Tr- trendy whispers like you need to get up like something it's she she says something like you need to get up because i love you or something and she kisses And she kisses him fucking sparks fly he wakes up in the matrix the agents. he's now he's now boss
1: mode boss mode
0: yeah the the agents like i like again it's like one of those things like just full body chills thinking about it they start unloading at him and he says no and stops Mm -hmm. the bullets like that's like I would oh my god, I would if I had seen Matrix opening day, I would have turned into a fucking chimpanzee.
1: Yeah, dude.
0: Like dude, when people like lost their shit when Black Panther stepped out of the portal <laughs> or whatever, it's like, have you seen <laughs> the Matrix? <laughs> oh my <laughs> anyway. god. Anyway, but like to me, the moment in Speed Racer <laughs> is like the final lap is like it's such a good. it's it it does what so many it's like movie magic and that it's like hey do you remember there's all these things that we planted in your brain and you didn't even realize it and now we're bringing it all back and we're just shooting everything at you at once and then it's like again it's like the opening scene cranked to 11 where it's like time and space are are like folding in on itself you know it's pure subjectivity like he's remembering all these like conversations he's had with people all like, you know, he's hearing what like, he's seeing, like, you know, hearing his pep talk with pops, his mom's words of encouragement, like racer X, you know, it doesn't matter if racing never changes, you know? And like, as he's like, just like, you know, <laughs> it's a little like, uh, you know, it's a little corny when he like listens to the car or whatever, and knows what to do, but come on, it's it rules. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was gonna say like it does the same thing where it's like uh, the that the matrix does where it's like, <laughs> hey, all these adult things are boring. Like when they talk about stocks, it'll just show like red and green numbers and <laughs> shit, and then like it'll show like uh it um uh the can like the candy part where the fucking uh chimp and and Speed's little brother, like, getting for candy. They're like, oh, "All yeah. those fucking kids, only one candy It's, yeah, it's each. so
0: funny. During the scene where Royalton, like, is threatening Speed, it keeps cutting back to, like, Spridal and Chim-Chim. Like, there's a part where in the middle of, like, this very serious scene, it cuts to them, like, rampaging through a laboratory wall Freebird plays. <laughs> it's insane, but, it, like, I don't uh, know. It works for me. It's funny. Uh,
1: What's his name? Spridal?
0: Yeah, Spridle. I think
1: uh wears monkey uh pajamas and
0: (laughs) jim Jim wears human pajamas
1: wears human pajamas and that's why this movie's a masterpiece
0: yeah but anyway like that final like it's again that final lap is like a mosaic it's like all these like different elements and again it's pure so many colors so much shit happening on the the screen the shot like again like I lost we, when I showed it to my friends like we lost our mind for is like when he drips and like the ground underneath him is like becomes liquid.
1: It, yeah, like, and then when he crosses the finish line, it becomes this kaleidoscope of like the fu- It's like the
0: fucking end of two thousand one.
1: Like, you think you're about like you think the world's about to explode in yeah, front of your face. It like, feels
0: like it's such a good buildup. Like, like I was just like before to get hyped for this episode. I was listening to the score for that scene.
1: Uh huh.
0: And I can just see it in my head, like was, it, it,
1: like you comparing it to two thousand one. Yeah, it's like this super abstract, like uh-huh. fuck you, balls to the walls. We're gonna do whatever the hell we want to do now. It's yeah. the finale. Yeah, it's
0: like it's it's like and it, it, it pays off like a, it's like it pays off like a slot machine because it's like you remember all these things. That we, like, to me, that's, like, the magic of, like, something, like, a movie, a good movie, is, like, it plants all this shit in your head, and you don't even realize it until, like, at the end, we were, like, oh, my God, this is, like, where it was building all along. The part of that, there's so much to talk about in that final lap, but the part, real quick, though, uh, before I forget, uh, Michael Giacchino, I think, super underrated composer today music for this movie the music in this movie is phenomenal
1: he i'm pretty sure he he's like been with them from
0: the beginning right like, uh no he I, I think this is the only one of their movies he's done but he's also he's also doing he did the music for ratatouille okay. which is coming up and coco That uh, slaps so incredibles
1: hard. incredibles holy fuck this guy's amazing
0: and he's doing the, of Bat- the apes yeah he's doing the batman coming up which i'm so excited about i think he's really underrated um like he doesn't give like he doesn't get like the Hans Zimmer kind of love and I I genuinely think he should uh but this might be my favorite work of his like the Incredibles is really close but I think Speed Racer is my favorite anyway the moment is just in the final lap that like that like I just like again like it's just like pure movie magic like is like it you hear Pop saying like it's like a flashback to pops talking about the night him and speed were watching like old racing clips and they were like getting so excited, even though they knew how it was going to end, they were getting swept up in it. And like, it's pop saying like that night, you know, watching that race with you, something clicked. And it flashes back to that thing we saw at the beginning of the movie of speed, imagining himself driving the cartoon, you know, car and it like rotates around and like in a flash, it becomes speed actually driving the car. And like he, his voiceover, it's him earlier in the movie saying, "I don't like when I'm behind the wheel, everything just makes sense." Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> like, just it's so beautiful. It's so good. And like, I, the the point. I,
1: I wish it was make- 2000. I wish I was 10 years old in 2008 so that I could watch Speed Racer, and then the next week I have a Speed Racer theme birthday party. <laughs>
0: The thematically, uh, one more thing I wanted to talk about with this, like, final lap. And then we should probably talk about the middle of the movie. (laughs) But, like, is it, like, one thing I think this movie just gets about, like, doing what you love? Like, that kind of passion, that kind of drive. With this final lap, Speed, here's a little, there's a little bit of royalty at the beginning, you know. But for the most part, the things, it's like, this is what's going on in Speed Racer's mind. This is like it's pure subjectivity. This is just like all representative of like his emotional state. Is like he's hearing, you know, his his mom, his dad, race, his friend who is secretly his brother. Yeah, is <laughs> uh, like a brother figure to him. So many, let's say, like other like sports movies, because racing is a sort of sports. So many sports movie or like movies that are about like underdogs are like you got to succeed to prove those who doubted you wrong. You know, it's like succeeding out of spite. And this movie, I think, kind of rejects that idea.
1: Yeah, the and only person who doubts speed is himself, really.
0: Yeah, well, and royalty. Because
1: yeah. he's saying, fuck
0: you. Yeah, but like, I think what this movie gets that's so beautiful is that the true joy in doing something like this, you know, or just, or just doing what you love or doing what you want to do or doing what you're good at, isn't you succeed to prove those who doubted you wrong it's that there's people that love you and believe in you and you're going to prove them right and that's what i think speed racer gets so good um do we we want to talk about the middle of the movie now
1: (laughs) um it's another one like the wachowskis do where it's like very uh it's a diverse casting it's unconsciously a diverse cast casting yeah um, well, the,
0: the racer family is like you know but like there's a lot of like this outside the racer family it's such like a, I, I i i i'm a little uncomfortable using the word it's such a melting pot you know yeah like i have no idea where this movie takes place.
1: well dude come on think about it. there's a black pirate okay when i saw <laughs> the black pirate i was like hell yeah. yeah there's this part of the movie where like Royalton's like hey fucking a million dollars for speed racers head and he starts like bribing people he bribes pirates with like these like furs he's like here take a bunch of furs and they're like hell yeah and then he bribes some like hot like girls who are wearing like pink he bribes them with like diamonds and then there's these like army guys he just bribes them with like US cash yeah. And then there's oh. these other fuck, what's that's the other some, one? This bribe some guys with like guns or something.
0: Or, yeah, or like meat or something. It's so that that scene's so good. It's like it's like you know, showing like as the again, like time and space, like you know, don't matter. It doesn't matter, you know, <laughs> like as like these people are trying to take speed racer out, it's showing like almost simultaneously how they got bought out, like how they got yeah. bribed. Um
1: the scene where um he's like everyone thinks he's about to die because he just got like knocked off a cliff um Uh like literally gives me like butterflies in my stomach because i'm like oh shit speed is about to die yeah and then he like fucking does this cool flip and he's now completely vertical on the mountain going up the mountain everyone's like oh my god this has never been done before
0: it's so, like, un- oh. it's unapologetically, like, cartoonish. It, like, feels like people play with Hot Wheels, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, physics. It, this is a Hot
1: Wheels movie. Like, yeah. this is, there should be, like, on the corner of the movie poster of all the promotional items, just, like, Speed Racer on the corner, parentheses, a.k.a. the Hot Wheels movie. Like, <laughs> I, they never, I fucking, I hope they never try to make a Hot Wheels movie because this will live in my head as a Hot Wheels movie like this movie like this the way it was made there's no way they would allow them to make it the only way they would allow them to make it is if they had made the matrix. matrix yeah like yeah if they had if they had just done bound and then they were like hey can we do speed racer like this they would have said no everyone would be like no fuck you you can't do that movie <laughs> uh um, i i mean this movie barely made its budget back i think or maybe just like barely missed the mark mean,
0: yeah It oh no it bombed, it made uh it's 120 million budget and it made 93 million.
2: Damn,
0: Uh, such a shame. But uh oh another okay another scene I wanted during that big like
1: America wasn't ready. No, the world wasn't ready.
0: Is it Thunderhead? What's the big like rally race? Is that called Thunderhead or uh, I don't I don't know what it's called. The Casa Cristo five thousand.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: This big like like you know, pot the pot the racer family finds out uh Speed and Trixie lied about going on a skiing trip. <laughs> and like, you know, show up uh that night they get attacked by ninjas, you know, Royalton trying to take them out. Um, by the way, I just want to say I love that this movie for kids, like the main plot involves like race fixing to inflate <laughs> the stock market. It's <laughs> in- in- wonderful. No notes. The, the racer family gets attacked by a ninja speed there are ninjas <laughs> speed, yeah speed fights it is struggling to fight it off uh, the one dude a sparky is getting his ass kicked pops shows up the here's the progression the ninja like punches pops he doesn't move he's like standing there like this you know um Puts the ninja in the headlock. The ninja looks down and sees that Pops has like a world championship wrestling ring on his finger. Pops.
1: He's in his pajamas.
0: Yeah. And it pops in his pajamas, picks up at some point the ninja gets pants. I can't remember when spins the ninja above his head, like a cartoon. The ninja's going, Oh, 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 Pops puts, throws the ninja onto a food cart, kicks a food cart. Ninja. Uh, At this point, Mom Racer and Trixie have walked in. The cart like hits the balcony, ninja sent flying over the edge. Within like a second, Trixie goes, "Oh my god, was that a ninja?" Immediately, pops goes, "More like a ninja." This all happens in like ten seconds. (laughs) He says, "More like a ninja." Dusts his hands. Terrible what passes for a ninja these days.
1: john goodman uh is a national treasure i i uh hope he never dies i hope he lives on he can't
0: he can't um and that's uh, um the reveal of like you know that it's trixies filling in for like the driver on their team who get who got like incapacitated by a ninja Like, I love, and it's the only kind of thing you could do with this movie that's, like, almost entirely CGI and is, like, breaking all the rules of, like, what you would normally do with something like this. I love the scene where, like, her and Speed are, like, kind of bickering like a couple, and, like, the camera's just, like, back and forth between them. Yeah. Um, And the, um, like, fight scene, you know, where, like, the the racer team is, like, fighting off, like, these, like, old school Italian mobsters who, who like, hold them (laughs) up during the race like there's like the like action lines you know like when they're it's like, so
1: fucking good that scene is absolutely amazing yeah yeah that scene's really good it's fucking mobsters like old timey mobsters yeah. sticking up these
0: like race, racers
1: x- in these fucking <laughs> crazy ass race cars
0: it's a the character design for the 12 year old boy inside everyone but racer x is so badass he's like fucking
1: dope as hell
0: that scene like when they're like what should we do with this guy like the head mobster and he goes do what he would do break his legs and make him walk back it's like come on he's my
1: he's my avatar in the the metaverse or whatever his racer x he's gonna be (laughs) my avatar let's
0: see um again i love inspector detector that's his name why He's an inspector to detect things, asshole. Shut up. Watch the movie. (laughs) And there's a whole bureau of them. There's a whole bureau
1: of inspector detectors.
0: (laughs) And it's such a good joke, too, that, like, Pops goes, like, recognizes him and says, like, inspector detector. And it's like, that's a silly name. And inspector detector goes, in a long time, Pops. <laughs> Pops goes, five years. Like what? It's like these two have a history. Like again, everyone in it, like everyone in it's so good. Like, I I I'm a step, like one thing I was like, I think like I I walk away astounded by like how everyone was able to pull off like this like sincerely silly kind of you know characters. Yeah. Like, you know mom racer is like a you know mom and pop racer like come off as like incredibly supportive but they still feel like real almost you know even though like they're like you know they they feel like a
1: mom and dad like a legitimate mom and dad
0: yeah like Trixie is like could easily just be like the girlfriend you know but like she still like feels like a real character I like I don't know how like I just I don't know (laughs) It's good, dude. I, Trixie's a ride or die, all right. We all need a, a, a Trixie, right? Like, she's
1: uh, she's the letty. She's the letty. <laughs> <So
0: lady>, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying
1: to think of like faults this movie has, just because we can't be I've entirely really positive. And really, the only fault I can think of, which is a positive in my opinion, is just like how basic the the premise is. It's literally just like a hero's journey. But well, no, even then, it's, it's I love that because bad. like, I love that part of the movie. I mean, uh, if I
0: have some flaws, like, I mean, they're obviously like, again, a movie like this has never been done before. I, I at least to my knowledge, I can't think of a movie that's like, like this. I'm, I'm trying
1: sure. to think. It's like so 2001 visually, A Space Odyssey. That's about it.
0: Visually, there are some moments that like look a little like Tim and Eric, you know, like with the green screen stuff. Like some of the like, it's like, okay, this looks a little like silly but not in a good way but
1: i love it i love it uh, i yeah, love every second yeah. of it i i i, I like oh, it's supposed to look that way okay guys it's supposed to look like that
2: uh,
1: what what movie was it that i like defended
0: oh, let's let's look there were, there was twin peaks return twin
1: peaks of return yeah i probably i don't know i feel like there was another movie recently where i was like Guys, no, you're getting it all wrong. It's supposed to be like this. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, we literally just been, uh, I don't know what, I, I don't think there's that much else to say, really. They completely ignore all the rules of cinema and then proceed to say, okay, we're also, we also want to change it. Like we want to change how a movie's supposed to look. Uh, it, it breaks the rules completely Um, they make the movie look like a fucking anime it's completely like an anime but it's also like this fucking hypnotic trip of a movie the story is so goddamn basic but for some reason it's so inspiring beautiful it's hypnotizing and uh yeah like you can only do this type of shit when you like have mastered your art form and the Wachowskis mastered their art form after yeah. two fucking movies, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, God. Yeah. they's like, I, I could just like talk, I could talk about this for hours, but we have been going for almost two hours, I think. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speed Racer is a beautiful and perfect movie and it deserves a better world than the one it was released into. It does. Uh
1: should have reinvented the entire movie genre.
0: We have been recording for almost two hours. I have to take a shit so badly. So let's wrap the episode up. Okay. <laughs> um, well, uh, Next week is, I believe being John Malkovich, right?
1: Yeah, baby.
0: Then the week after that, the good, the bad, the ugly, and then uh, wrapping up the personal favorites is uh, Ratatouille. Moises final pick. Um then we, have, we might have something planned for December. We're, we're going to have to refigure that uh, out. We are going to have to redo it. We'll have to refigure that out a little bit. Uh, not to worry. Uh, it's it's going to be fun either way. Um, and yeah. Um, and we'll wrap up, as we always do, with some recommendations. This can be anything, movie, book, TV, show, movie, podcast, song, album, park, painting, poem. Anything that Moises and I aren't enjoying, are enjoying and want to share with you. Moises, do you have one?
1: I do. Um, Corbin, finally released a new album uh yeah he hasn't released an album since 2017 he released a new album called ghost with this with skin uh it has 16 tracks on it if you want to cry yourself to sleep go listen to it uh depression season baby corbin ghost with skin out now go support a fucking magnificent artist yeah, he hasn't dropped an album since 2017. I still haven't even listened to the whole album because, like, I'm scared. I don't want to listen to the whole thing yet. Yeah. Uh, but I've listened to, like, the first half of it, and I love it. So Corbin, Ghost with Skin, go New it. You, yeah, it's perfect for this cold-ass weather that we're getting
0: now. I It's, it's not spooky season anymore, but fuck it. Um, scream. Uh, perfect movie. Yes, babe. Um, watch it again. This time, like for whatever reason, like I really paid attention to the performances in it and they're all so good. They <laughs> are <laughs>
1: all so Everyone fucking in perfect. Is so good.
0: I think, I feel like my MVP changes every time I watch it of that movie. But now, like, I'm pretty sure, like, Matthew Lillard is my favorite performance in that movie. Yeah. And, like, and could, maybe in just all of like horror cinema, I think.
1: <laughs> it's electrifying. Like, that is a <laughs> lifetime of a like, lifetime performance. Like, yes,
0: like that's like, oh man, that's like <laughs> and we did her a favor because let's face it, Sydney, your mother was no Sharon Stone.
1: <laughs> it's really good. I got to see it when they re released it at AMC. Like so jealous I should in the middle of Halloween uh spooky season and that theater was fucking packed. It was oh. a packed theater.
0: God that I, I got another movie I'd love to see like opening night, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um Let's see. Uh, anything else? Mm,
1: no, I think we're good.
0: Uh, then we'll wrap up, as we always do, with our fact of the week, and this week's Speed Racer fact of the week is it you need to get that weak shit off my track. Completely forgot to talk about that line. It's so good. <laughs> such good.
1: It's the so so one curse word in the movie. It's yeah. so fucking good. Yeah.
0: Like, Because the thing is, Speed Racer is such an innocent, like, aw shucks boy. They're like, that that little trash talk from him is so like, oh my God, where did this come from? Get that weak shit off my track. It's that
1: Chicago attitude, baby. Yeah. Long live the Wachowskis.
0: I'm deep dish pizza. I'm walking here.
1: Get that shit off my track. (laughs) Okay. We'll see you next week for the beach. Bye-bye.